Welcome back to the KPBS Cinema Junkie podcast. I'm Beth Accomando. Oh, my God. This week, have I got a film for you. It's a glorious documentary about the rise and fall of Canon Films. To get us started, let me play a few trailers from some Canon Films to jog your memory. The first martial art to sweep the modern world was jiu-jitsu, closely followed by the discipline of karate. Then we were taught to combine the spiritual with the physical by the masters of kung fu. And now, the Canon Group is proud to introduce the practitioner of the oldest and ultimate martial art, the ninja. Enter the ninja. International martial arts sensation, Jean-Claude Van Damme. In Blood Sport. The true story of the ultimate champion. It's a new age of terror that requires a new breed of warrior. One minute to showtime. We're members of Delta Force and we're here to take you home. America's elite anti-terrorist commandos. Committed to destroy the enemies of freedom. Because the stakes are more than pride. Sleep tight, sucker. More than honor. More than justice. American, I want to negotiate. Do you hear me, American? Loud and clear. Because they're fighting to save American lives. The Delta Force, starring Chuck Norris and Lee Marvin. America's new heroes. The Delta Force. From the depths of space comes the strongest man on Earth in the Super Adventure Odyssey. Hercules. The incredible Lou Ferrigno is Hercules. In a battle with unearthly creatures. Something hungry that's brought to Earth. She's destroyed worlds. That girl was no girl. She was totally alien to this planet and our life form. And totally dangerous. Life Force. The terror has just begun. Xavier Hollander's new movie, Happy Hooker Goes Hollywood. Can you make it in Hollywood? I want this book to be a blockbuster movie. You hear me? Give me the rights to this book. You get me this girl. How do you make movies? You make movies with money. Break in and you just don't stop. Here comes the movie that's fresh and hot with high energy. Dancing to the beat with a scratch mix sound that comes from the street. This movie is unique. Don't be mistaken, you've got to see Break It. The Last American Virgin. See it or be it. If you grew up in the 80s, you couldn't help but see a canon film. There were movies like Life Force, Schizoid, Enter the Ninja, Last American Virgin, Missing in Action, or Death Wish 2. The new documentary, Electric Boogaloo, The Wild Untold Story of Canon Films, chronicles the crazy history of this indie film company. The film will have a special event screening this Thursday, September 17th at Landmark's Hillcrest Cinemas. In 1979, Israeli cousins Menachem Golan and Yoram Globus purchased Canon Films and began to make an onslaught of low-budget features, driven by sex, action, and rising or falling stars ranging from Chuck Norris and Jean-Claude Van Damme to Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson. Goodbye. Death Wish 2. 
He's doing it for you. Mark Hartley's Electric Boogaloo, the wild untold story of Canon Films, delivers a rapid-fire, sensory overload documentary about one of the most prolific and unruly independent film companies ever. Hartley seems to love filmmaking on the fringes. He previously looked to Australian exploitation in Not Quite Hollywood and Filipino genre filmmaking in Machete Maidens Unleashed. He finds a passion and drive outside of Hollywood that he wants to explore and share so that we'll appreciate it too. Canon Films is the closest he's come to mainstream Hollywood. But as one person points out, Golan and Globus were never quite embraced by Hollywood. They're not about the schmoozing, they're about getting things done. We are not uh, the kind of people of uh, Mamezon or Jimmy's in Hollywood, the restaurants, you know. We're not going to a polo lunch. We do not play tennis. Look at me. I don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't go to tennis courts. I don't go to big lavish parties in Malibu. Well, the reason he didn't was because he wasn't invited. I just had in my head what a uh, movie producer should be. and. Menachem just didn't quite fit that picture. The shirts were too tight. The end of the screening, he'd be trying to button his pants. You know, job of the hut, Menachem Golan. Canon Films was rough around the edges because it just wanted to crank out movies, 43 in its peak year. Music supervisor Richard Kraft sums up the Canon style of filmmaking. Menachem loved the intersection of ideas that should never meet each other, so he assembles, like Frankenstein, parts from other movies and creates a disaster. In this particular instance, the film in question was Sahara, Golan's Lawrence of Arabia epic featuring Brooke Shields in a great race scenario in the desert. Writer Stephen Tolkien talked about Golan and Globus like this. The problem is they loved cinema in the abstract. I don't think, in my experience, that they really knew what it was like to love something so much that you were patient and took the time and went through the pain of seeing it through draft after draft after draft, admitting to yourself that it might not be right yet. But canon was something of a conundrum. It could turn out schlock like Hercules and Masters of the Universe. Dolph Lundgren as He-Man, Frank Langella as Skeletor. Only they have the powers to be. Masters of the Universe, live the adventure. But then produce films by arthouse directors like Barbe Schroeder's Barfly, John Cassavetti's Love Streams, Jean-Luc Godard's King Lear, and Fred Shepsey's A Cry in the Dark. This is a true story of conscience, conviction, and courage that obsessed a nation. Meryl Streep, Sam Neill, A Cry in the Dark. The company pioneered pre-selling a film just based on a title or some poster art and maybe a star name. Golan and Globus were brilliant salesmen and breathtakingly effective at cranking out films, although some might call it crap. He would invent the story on the spot and, and, and sell it for them. Charles Bronson is the Golan. I was in charge of writing press releases for non-existent movies with no cast and no stars and frequently no scripts. I don't know that there's anyone out there today that has the reputation that Menachem and Yorm had for being such effective salesmen. They were the best wheelers and dealers of the 80s. It was a great celebration of throwing spaghetti against the wall and whichever crazy ideas he could get pre-sales for, those became the movies we made. But their model for making films outside of Hollywood and their iconoclastic attitude lay the groundwork for what Bob and Harvey Weinstein would do with Miramax. The documentary assembles a riveting barrage of anecdotes from assorted colleagues to convey the glory, chaos, and legacy of canon films. 
It's like sitting in a bar with a bunch of people who all worked for the same now-defunct company and comparing tales of an escalating nature. Hartley notes that he approached Golan and Globus to appear in his film. They declined, but then raced to produce their own documentary on canon films called The Go-Go Boys. They call us Go-Go Boys. Go-Go <laughs> means go-go. Of course, The Go-Go Boys was released three months before Hartley's film. Electric Boogaloo will screen once this Thursday night at Landmarks Hillcrest Cinemas. All I can say is go. Or maybe I should say go-go. Anyway, get to this film and relive some glorious memories of canon movies. Thanks again for listening to the KPBS Cinema Junkie podcast. Check back every Thursday for film reviews and Fridays for interviews. Till our next film fix, I'm Beth Accomando, your resident cinema junkie.